0: another stuttering school episode on a beautiful beautiful day uh really really spring-like day finally (laughs) here in canada in toronto i'm your host danny and i'm just walking to my car from a full the full day's work i wanted to get a quick recording in for this episode which will be well pretty much nothing from me (laughs) Because I have nothing to say. But I do have my roving reporters. Yes, plural form. Two episodes ago, I introduced the first roving reporter, Sam, who you will hear from momentarily. And then after Sam, you'll hear the second one. And uh, she will have some nice things to say. And yes, it's a she. So that gives you a bit of a hint of... (laughs) um, uh, I'm Not sure. <laughs> I would do it another take, but my car is here, and no, nope, I gotta go home. So, in any case, this was a waste of an intro. Any, anywho. <laughs> Hi,
1: everybody. Um, this is Samuel Dunsiger, or Sam. Um, one of um the roving reporters for um stuttering school um um based in toronto canada and um i had um an exciting and interesting story to share for um danny's latest episode um well to provide a bit of background um Um, I'm currently um, volunteering with the Canadian Cancer Society as a committee member for their Relay for Life event, which is an annual fundraising event, and so I'm on the committee responsible for launching the event. specifically for Richmond Hill, Ontario. There are um, Relay for Life events across Canada. And um, a few weeks ago, I had the opportunity to um, appear on television um with my co- um with my colleague to um talk about the event and um i, I um, actually appeared on live television for um it, 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 it was a daytime news talk show called um daytime york region that was um part of rogers tv and they had asked me um personally what um what um prompted me to volunteer and so from a speaking perspective it was obviously a very exciting opportunity to get out of my comfort zone, and try something different. Um, it was my first time speaking in front of a camera, especially to an audience, and, um... um how my, I guess, first I'll start by talking about how my, How I thought my speech was... Um, during the show um, I thought it went well and my friends and family who have watched it said they did a good job Um, one thing that um, one thing that Danny actually noticed was that I was Basically, stuttering openly, I um, I never disclosed to them the fact that I stutter. And I certainly didn't apologize for stuttering on camera. Um, the reason why I didn't disclose my stuttering was actually to be, to be, um, to be blunt, it just, quite frankly, didn't occur to me to bring up my stuttering. Um, my thoughts was like I was being interviewed specifically about um Relay for Life, and so um. To be honest, I didn't really think. It was the time or place to bring up the fact that I stutter. I was going to be interviewed anyways, and I mean, stuttering stuttering or not, I had something to say. I had, again, I was sharing my own thoughts about Relay for Life and what prompted me to volunteer, and the fact that I stuttered wasn't really a part of that. So, again, I just stuttered openly, and it was a very exciting opportunity to speak openly, stutter openly, and just could not care.
2: Hi there, my name is Christine Ditz. I'm a person who stutters, and I'm here today to do a little report on um, a topic in stuttering. The topic I choose to talk about today are um, is in the area of introductions. I have a lot of difficulty with introducing myself um, uh, without stuttering to really anybody. Um, it doesn't matter their age, Um, what level of uh, um, authority they have, or you know who they are, if they're strangers, if they're good friends. Um, I just kinda want to talk about a bit of what I feel when I introduce myself, um, some of the reasons that I think I stutter more when I introduce myself um, in comparison to other speaking situations, and um Then I think at the end, just offer some techniques or advice on how one could um, possibly uh, introduce themselves with uh, more uh, ease of speech, confidence, um, and a better flow of speech. So, first of all, introductions. Uh, this will probably be more of a broad, Um, thing I will talk about today and I may um, bring in an example or two if I can remember any. There have been so many introductions in my life obviously. Uh, We all have introduced ourselves many times in our life. So let's see how I feel when I introduce myself and what happens. I know that um, I'm very aware of what happens and I know why I do it. I believe that um, because i the reason that i stutter more on my name uh in um when i introduce myself is because i break eye contact with the person i have that anticipatory anxiety that comes before introducing myself and i think subconsciously i just don't have the confidence to introduce myself um I am, I am a normally confident person if you were to meet me um, I, I would feel very comfortable speaking with you, speaking on any topic, be very open to your views, things like that. Um, but for some reason still I just have this old limiting uh, ha- habitual pattern of continually introducing myself um, by repeating the first syllable of my name, which is Christine. Um, so I would an example of saying my name while stuttering is, "Hi, my name is K- 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 Christine." So there I have you know the the tense of uh, vocal folds. Um, I also so in a way that would be I would I could characterize that as blocking. I also have the repetition about four or five times on that initial syllable, um And so the repetitions, the blocking, the pausing, all of those external characteristics um, that one would have when um, introducing themselves. Um, let's see. I, I have had times where I have spontaneously, I don't know how, but I have um, said my name with lots of confidence, clarity, conviction, and great eye contact, you know, straight back. I've said my name and it's come out uh, very fluid and easy. So hi, my name is Christine. Hi, my name is Christine. And it's a complete change in my physiology and my body. It's a change in my um, tone of voice. Uh, my voice goes up, I sound more confident, assertive, more sure of myself, more certain. Um, and that that is a goal. that's that's something I want to strive for. And this, my computer might go out, you know, mm, no, I'm good. So that's that's how I introduce myself. That's what you would hear. Um, and my feelings around that are. I still feel a little bit of shame, a little bit of guilt that at this point in my life, I'm 24, that I haven't been able to master a fluent. I don't like to use the word fluent. Um, that at this point in my life, I haven't been able to master a fluid, easy introduction, um, because I've I've been through speech therapy. I've been I've. I've been in support groups, self-help groups, I've read a lot of books um, on just uh, personal development and confidence building. And so one would think that with all that support and knowledge and practice in the real world with speaking that I would be able to at least 70 to 80 percent of the time say my name with more fluidity and ease and confidence. However that's not the case. So that is because I stutter, I'm a person who stutters, and it's, it's, it's just what, beca- the, um, a characteristic of stuttering, as we know, is the unpredictability of it, um, and also the emotional states we're in, being tired, stressed out, can just trigger um, an unexpected moment of stuttering, blocking, holding back even. Um, I, I hold back in that moment. That's another key word that I um, I'm I, I like that I'm trying to use more in my vocabulary. So getting back to introductions, I've covered um, what I do when I introduce myself, um, how I feel about it—a little bit of shame, a little bit of guilt—and um, the positives. Now, the the takeaway message would be. The good thing is, is I'm at a point in my life where I don't dwell on these things anymore. I don't replay that negative scenario in my mind over and over and over again after introducing myself to someone when I hold back. So I'm not coming home and crying about it, worrying about it, uh, thinking about the next time I'll introduce myself, will I stutter, will I not? will I hold back? Will I block? No. I've, I've come to a point and I'm very grateful that I've been able to turn off that negative thought chatter, that negative inner chatter in my mind. I've been able to um, separate that situation from who I am. Um, and that I've been... A- I've, I can be aware of what happened, um, make peace with myself, forgive myself and say you know what that's because I stutter and that's okay it really is okay and I'm not gonna let it destroy me I'm not gonna let this moment of stuttering control me stuttering has no control or power over me um, that is if you don't let it and that's that's a conscious decision that I think we all as a uh, PWS community, we need to embrace and learn about how to make that decision to not let stutter and control us. Um, anything else, any last words? I would so I will say, you know, yeah, I'll probably continue to stutter on my name either four or five times in the beginning on um, those repetitions, or maybe it'll be once or twice. Or maybe sometimes it will be not at all, and I'm okay with that. I still feel some of those negative feelings, but they pass quickly. And after the situation ends, um, I, I re- re- remember who I am, um, that I'm a confident, uh, knowledgeable, genuine, caring, loving person, sister, friend, um, student, granddaughter, daughter, all of those things that my identity is much bigger than my stutter. I am not my stutter. I am not I am not my uh, bumpy, effortful introduction of myself. And that gives me a lot of confidence and gratitude and just uh, hope for the future that I can get better and continue to grow. So I hope that this This little note, this little um, what I've said here today and shared with you uh, can resonate with you at some level. And um, if you have any comments or questions, I'm sure there's a place on Danielle's podcast website where you can leave some comments. um, And thanks so much for having me. Everyone have a great day. Bye-bye.
0: And we're back. I am inside my car getting my car wash. I'm actually in. I'm actually recording in a car wash. A touchless car wash, so oh back up, back to back up, excuse me. Where they go? Around around you. Okay, I'm gonna wash now. Good. Everything's okay? Okay, okay, good. <laughs> that was the first time I was I got major attitude from the computer here anyway I uh, wanted to well provide some in the field recording while I talk about eye contact I've picked up a habit lately where I don't maintain eye contact, and when I say became a habit, it's now hard for me not to it's 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 hard for me to make eye contact, and I continue not making eye contact so I've been The last two days working hard at forcing myself to maintain eye contact. It's being very difficult, but um no, I'm persevering and just wanted to share it with you guys that you know we uh you know we need to keep in practice, need to keep um aware that you know of what we're doing and what we're not doing and all that. So just wanted to share that as well as for any you no know, newcomers to the podcast uh what I'm doing uh to maintain eye contact is I number 1 remind myself to maintain eye contact 2 when I'm having difficulty um maintaining natural eye contact you know when you're trying to maintain eye contact and you end up actually staring at the person so you just notice the person's eye color now the good thing about maintaining eye contact is implies that you're confident but also you make a connection with the person and that's what I've noticed uh today as I was maintaining eye contact the difference the difference in when you don't make eye contact you're not making that connection and when we do lock eyes I guess is the term you know people appear more friendly you know and it's a fun time a more enjoyable time in speaking no matter what it is that you're talking about and you know i did stutter and i did look away due to the secretaries right now it's just washing away the soap it sounds like a scary noise uh because i can't see anything so nothing i'm hoping nothing crashes through the <laughs> anyway um long story short there's a lot of positives with just facing your fears and just maintaining eye contact even when you stutter i know it's hard keep at it everything in life takes practice Go good. Here's a fun fact. When I was small, I used to be afraid of the car wash, and I just cry and cry and cry. Don't know why. I guess it was just scary. The weird stuff happened in the windshield, and all the noise. But I digress. (laughs) See all fears Uh, end. At uh, one point, you just have to face that. Remember, I got a bit older. Still a child, but I was determined to not be afraid, and then I just wasn't. That one time that I wa- that I well, not walked in, but went to the car wash, I was. And I don't remember if it was my father who with my mother at that time. But anyway, thank you for listening. And uh, com is the email to contact me. I'd love to hear from you, so I can. Played on my next episode, and that means I want to hear audio. I mean, I want to receive audio from you. Another way is for you to go to my site, uh, stutteringschool.com, and click on send voicemail, and that will allow you to record with your mic, with your computer mic, and it automatically gets emailed to me, so you don't have to worry about software or anything all you all you have to worry about is your mic and that's about it thank you for listening thank you for washing my car with me and until then maintain eye contact <laughs> may your eye contact be friendly which it will be and you're stuttering with confidence ciao